everybody. Once again, it is time for the Coach Sean Watson Show, brought to you by Budweiser of Spartanburg. I'm Jim Noble. And Coach, boy, tough task for the Terriers going up to Cullowee, North Carolina this weekend. You face a team coming off a bye. Western Carolina, you face a team that's a little ticked off. They lost three in a row, and it's homecoming in Cullowee. Man, you come off on the short end. It's a 36-29 loss. There were so many good things that happened, so many teachable things that happened. What's your overall take of, of everything that went down on Saturday? Well, I was I first begin, I'm always proud of the kids' effort. I mean, those guys have given us everything we've asked them to do, and they've been awesome for us. I, th- I, was re- I really appreciated their effort. Um, that's the first thing. Uh, the next thing is, you know, we, we played... You know, we had moments there, again, that we did some really good things where we played as a team. And, uh, you know, we won the middle eight, which was textbook. I mean, we're getting really good at that. You know, that's a mantra here in our program because that's how you steal possessions and steal points. And we walked away at the 14-point swing and went up 21-12. You know, and, um, you know, then the teachable moments are the things that happened, the explosive plays that got them back in the game. Uh, those are all teachable things. And then, you know, we got a, a chance, uh, you know, it's tied up. And we have a chance there with, uh, I think it was six, it was probably what, 638, if I recall right, uh, in the game. And we have the ball and a chance to drive it. And I know it's a monsoon, but that's okay. That's part of the game of football. <laughs> we can't worry, can't control the weather. I told the kids, anybody here control the weather? No, good, let's do our job. Um, so, um, you know, the teachable moments were, you know, all over the board, you know, when it comes to little details that we could have made better. I think we played that game in about four different climates, too. The sun, the rain, the fog, the mist, you name it, we saw it in the mountains. We'll look back at the game against Western Carolina in just a couple of minutes. We'll look ahead to the next task, the last home game of the season, Senior Day against VMI, and talk a little bit about the senior class that has seen a lot of highs, some lows, but a lot of great moments in a Terrier uniform. It is all ahead here on the Coach Sean Watson Show. You can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light, just like you can always count on Always Game Gary. No bar is too far. No wing sauce is too hot. Not for Gary. Gary is the man. He's nothing like Keith. Keith never wants to do anything. Why are we even talking about Keith? Always Game Gary is famous among friends. He deserves a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome back, everybody. It was an unseasonably warm day in the mountains of western North Carolina. I talked about all the different weather conditions you guys faced. In terms of your preparation, though, you, you can't prepare for the weather. You prepare for the Western Carolina or the Western Carolina Catamounts, third best offense in the nation in FCS football heading into. How did you feel, Sean, about the week of preparation heading into game day? Well, we had a really good week of practice, you know, coming off of, uh, you know, an emotional win that was a great win for us. And, you know, there was a lot of uh, excitement. You know, the kids uh, feel like they're making progress and, you know, buying into what the vision is and what we're trying to do. So we had a really good week of practice. We really did. You saw what the bye week did for Wofford a couple of weeks ago at a time where we really needed them. I think Western Carolina really needed one. They had dropped three in a row. Um, were you sort of prepared for a tough task? 
Well, we think you always know when you have two weeks because we're the same way. You're going to be able to present some things that are new that you haven't seen on film. And they had, um, had not really run their draw game the way that, um, you know, to that level with that type of blocking pattern. And the blocking pattern basically changed because of, you know, how our defensive front is structured. And that was a big play for them. It was a play that, you know, got them a lot of yards. And we had to, you know, we had to make some adjustments quickly to get it, to get it stopped. The quarterback draw first and the tailback draw second. Almost kind of had the feel of one of those games that whoever had the ball last was going to win. Here are the highlights from Cullowee, Wofford, and Western Carolina. What's up, dudes? Here's a gig, man. You guys, we're here. You know why we're here, yes? yes sir. So we're here because of what you have for each other. So you let that out today, and you empty your hearts out because that's why we're where we're at. We're here because of what's inside each man in this room. You guys got big hearts, great hearts. It's time to go pour it out on those guys. Yeah, so around with them now. Don't give them an inch. Don't let them free. Come out after them and attack them. Defense, swarm, swarm, swarm. Offense, go, go, go. Special teams, get your job done. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Set us up. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. More. Parsons breaks free. Left sideline. Out across midfield to the 49-yard line. Carolina. Byrick back to pass. Delayed blitz coming. Jimmy goes up top. Looking for DeJenny. He has got him and he's down at the one yard line. I was I saw a lot of hand play, Tom. I saw grabbing and Dylan DeJenny zoned in at a perfect throw by Wyrick. The shotgun gets it. It'll be Ingram pulling his way right at the goal line, stretching, and he got in. Touchdown, Terriers. The 10 from the 38. Wyrick back to pass. Clock is moving. We can report. It's complete. Pinnix breaks a tackle over to midfield. Gets into Western Carolina territory. Jimmy back to throw. Quick hitter over the middle. It's complete to Matthews. The running back. Four wide receivers. Pressure. Wyrick over the middle. Complete. Pinnix at the 20. 15. He's inside the 15 to the 13. 19 seconds to go. Clock stops. Wofford's got to get on the ball quick. Wofford knocking on the door. Jimmy's back to pass. It's over the middle. Touchdown! Terriers! Kyle Pinnock's with four seconds to go in the half. And Wofford's back in front. Wyrick rolling out and passing complete. Big gain into Western Carolina territory. I think they hit Jacob Ritchie, the big tight end. Wyrick with pressure, has to let it go early, throws it up for grabs, contact, and Parker, he caught, he caught it! Oh my goodness, down to the two-yard line! Defender draped all over him, flag flies for interference, they'll decline that, and Landon Parker somehow made the catch. Jenny in motion, it's Nathan up the middle! Touchdown, Terriers! Career touchdown number 18 for the senior from Ridgeville, South Carolina, Nathan Walker, and Wofford's up 20 to 12. From the 10, run pass option, fake pass, and a touchdown over the middle. A nice job of disguising the throw, and sincerely catches into the back of the end zone. First and 20, and Davis is back to pass, and he's got time. He's gonna go deep down the right side. They've got a man wide open again, and it's complete. 2010, and this will be a touchdown. No flags on the field. Raphael Williams makes the handoff to him. Wyrick goes over the middle of the slant. It's complete to Jenny. Out across midfield into Western Carolina territory. Handoff. Wyrick drops back to pass. Again, it's complete. Pinnix has it at the 35 of Western. Falls forward to the 32. It's a first down. 
Back to pass, looking over the middle again. It's Pinnix again who takes a big hit but holds onto the football. It's a first down for the Terriers down to the 18-yard line. Talk about it. Ingram gets the carry. Can he get in? He's in the goal line. There's the push. I don't know if he got there. I, I don't think, think he's he did. just about a foot short of the goal line. And now they say touchdown. Over tried to increase their one-point lead with a two-point conversion. Wyrick, a little misdirection, direct snap. They flip it out to Watkins, who finds Wyrick for the conversion. What a play. Dipsy doodle, trickeration, and Kyle Watkins hits Jimmy Wyrick, the quarterback, coming out of the backfield, and the Terriers lead it by three. Takes the snap. He fakes the handoff, looking to throw into the end zone. Nowhere to go with the football. He gets hit. Ball's loose. It might have been intercepted. It was David Powers with the interception. The ball, ball the popped field. up interception by the in the air, and Wofford's got it. The first turnover of the game. Motion to the right. Wyrick looking that way, then throws it the other way to Parsons, but the block never got there. Oh, they had it set up. Ash. Everything looks smooth on the snap and the hold, and it is good. And we are locked up here at 29 apiece. Wofford in Western Carolina. Has to kick out of his own. Oh my gosh, and he drops the snap. Parker is going to try to get out of the end zone, and he gets the punt away somehow, all the way out. And he gets it out to the Wofford 40. Near disaster. Marshall gets the handoff. He will waltz into the end zone. Byrick back to throw. Holding. And there's going to be a flag. Jimmy throws it down the field, and it's caught by Pinnix, but it's going to come back. He's got the first down at the Western 45-yard line, but hold it. 27 seconds to go, clock stopped. Jimmy drops back, he throws it, lofts it towards Parker. It's incomplete, almost intercepted, and that should do it. Well, in the end, just not enough. And of course, the, the elements and the clock conspiring against the Terriers, it goes to as a 36-28 win for Western Carolina. A couple of things, you did talk about the, the middle eight. Man, that drive at the end of the first half, Kyle Pinnock with the touchdown catch from Jimmy Wyrick, and then you get the ball right back and you score again. That had to make you feel good. Yeah, it does because we've, we've made a major emphasis that we practice that way. Uh, we you know practice with that intent to, you know, I learned that in Georgia. You know, that's a big part of the analytics of football. That's uh, a way that you can steal possession. So, long story short, uh, we've done a really nice job of that. It was a great job in that game of you know getting the 14 points. Last drive for the offense. I don't know if the TV footage did justice on how hard it was raining out there and how slick it got. So a couple things happened. You know, throwing the ball was going to be tough. And then clock management. I know there were some lulls between a couple of timeouts. And obviously, you know, you're down on the field now. You're not in the booth. And sometimes the messages don't get back and forth. Is that something you can look back at and, and maybe try to tighten up a little bit? And we, you know, you always look at what you can do better. You know, I think, uh, you know, the the weather conditions, obviously, as you mentioned, we can't do anything about. But, you know, Mange and, you know, just mange and, you know, the, you know, the quickness of how we get things in and out, you know, uh, TC's getting his chance to, you know, to do the again. And uh, he's, he's doing a great job for us. He really is. And, you know, he's, uh, you know, using, you know, basically my words. So those are new words. So, but he's doing a nice job. He really is. Defensively, early on, you're holding them to field goals. The defense is looking good. They ran 74 plays. They, they held the ball for nearly 42 minutes. In the fourth quarter, do you think that showed on, on, on our defensive side of the ball? 
Yeah, they, you know, our defense did such a good job in the first half. You know, they had four red zone stops, you know, where they held them. They may have walked away the field goal, but they didn't get touchdowns. You know, so they were able to move the ball. And what we, you know, we knew that that was the nature of their offense because they've done it to everybody. And the key was getting stops down there in the red zone. And, uh, you know, I think the, you know, the things that hurt us were those two big explosive plays, you know, because that let them back in quick and we're ahead. And, you know, that, that, that is something that, uh, you know, we're addressing this week because you can't hide your head on those things. You know, we always talk about fess it and fix it. Well, that's us coaches first and then, you know, we'll lead the players second. And finally, some positive things and things to build on moving forward. I thought Kyle Pinnock's once again, uh, your secret weapon at wide receiver. Uh, he had five catches for 84 yards, the touchdown right before halftime. Dylan Jajetti continues to sh show that he could be very explosive. What were some of the good things that happened that you think we can roll into this week? Well, it's, you know, obviously that, you know, I think we're, you know, we're throwing the football. At, you know, we're doing a really nice job throwing the football. Jimmy's, you know, getting it. He lets him, you know, he, he would tell you. Uh, that he let some uh, plays, you know, miss some opportunities is the best way to put it. And, um, you know, I know he'll be anxious to get back because he had a, a good day. He could have had another great day. Uh, so, you know, there's that and, you know, so there's that driving force behind, you know, because the players love what we're doing and, you know, the, you know, it's, it's exciting brand of football for them. And, you know, the, the kids that are coming through are young guys. You know, Kyle has been probably the biggest move we've made. I mean, he is, he's a force to be reckoned with, and he's learning how to play receiver. That's amazing to watch. In real time, we're watching a player learn a new position and make a major impact. When we come back, final home game of the season coming up this weekend at Gibbs Stadium. We'll preview VMI and Senior Day next. Black and gold. Bold, a victory story about to be told. Grit, toughness, and tenacity, a hub of hard work in Hub City. We're on these wins like dogs on a bone. In the zone, our place, in your face, won't leave you alone. Strength, speed, fire, true. I'm sorry, do these things trouble you? We're Wofford College. We fly the W. Ingles, proud partner of the Wofford Terriers. And welcome back to the Sean Watson Show. I'm Jim Noble. VMI comes to town, but don't let that one and eight record fool your coach. They get their quarterback back, who has uh, been playing really, really well before he went down. They gave Sanford fits on Saturday before Sanford pulled away late. And they won two in a row against Wofford. Scott Wachtenheim is a really good head coach. Talk about some of the challenges that you'll face on Saturday. You know, I know, number one, Scott and I have been friends for a long time. And, you know, we've, uh, you know, shared football together. He's an excellent football coach. And he's proven himself, you know, the last few years in the SoCon uh, and done a nice job. And he'll have his team ready to play. He's got his quarterback back. And that's... Uh, you know, always big for everybody. You lose a starter, especially a young man like him, because he was a really good football player for him a year ago. And, you know, you get him back and it's brought, you know, like you just said, Sanford, they, you know, they could, you could feel that they felt him, you know, and he's just a confident boost for them. So they'll, they'll, they'll always be ready. I know, I, again, I just have a lot of respect for Scott and his work. We're coming off a great homecoming a couple of weeks ago, great home crowd, and now we go senior day. Interesting dynamic because, You've only been around these seniors about a, almost a year, and they've been here four or five years. So we all talk to guys this week about their emotions, the players, as they play their final home game. But for you, in that compressed time frame, 
How do you feel about the leaders of this team who will be playing their last home game? They've been tremendous. I mean, yeah, we couldn't have done what we've done and got through what we've got through without them. Their leadership, I've leaned on them. And, you know, uh, when I came here, they're part of the reason, you know, I've said it many times, I drive fast to work. It's, you know, because we have a great group of kids. Our team is a great group of guys. But those seniors... Um, in particular, man, we have some stellar people in that group, and uh, you know they have given it all up for us and for each other, and they've been all in. So, you know, it's uh, you know I, I hope our fans, I know our fans will support them, come out and support them because uh, they're worth everything because they're they've done a great job, and they want to see us see you know see see leave a mark and see us off you know on, on a next step. You know they'll do a great job. And let's not forget, some of the seniors have won one. Some of the seniors won two Southern Conference championships and still a lot to play for this year with a couple of big rivalry games upcoming. We always appreciate your time. Have a great week of practice. We'll do it again next week. All right. And as always, we appreciate your time as well. And we will see you next week on The Coach Sean Watson Show.